This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And I just want to apologize first and foremost for my kind of casual attire. I'm actually working on a presentation for a couple of real estate meetups, and I just wanted to practice it uh, here with you. Uh, The real estate meetups are looking for content for between 30 and 45 minutes. So I just finished a version. So I'm going to go through it with you as a draft. Let me know what you think. And I'm going to see what the timing is like. So again, thank you for going through this with me. The whole notion of this is tell our story of investing in buy and hold real estate for the last 20 years and kind of weave in lessons learned. So I'm trying to I'm trying to merge two presentations I've done historically, like what's our story and what are lessons learned. So I'm trying to merge those together. First time I've done this, and I'm going to try to keep it at about 30 minutes. So I thought I would practice. And if I'm going to practice, I might as well record it and let you guys take a peek and give me some feedback. So without further ado, we will just jump in. So again, this is, uh, I think I'm speaking at three or maybe four real estate meetups in the next 30 days or so virtually. And this is essentially the format. So again, lessons from 20 years of real estate investing. So kind of a few things as we start. Uh, I believe that no one is born a great real estate investor, right? I believe you, I believe real estate investing is a skill right? Focus, daily discipline, repetition, getting comfortable with the numbers, building a network. None of those things we are born with, but it is absolutely something all of us can learn. And I've helped thousands of people do that with my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. I believe that school creates employees and frankly pushes you to join the rat race. I am no different. I went to school, got a higher education, even got a master's degree. And boy, did I jump in the rat race with both feet, spent every penny we made. Choosing to earn a better financial future or even financial freedom via buy and hold real estate, it means you're going to sacrifice for years. You're going to live below your means. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable for a short time, but you need to be uncomfortable first. I believe and I teach and I strongly suggest that focus and daily discipline beats hours on the weekend. I'm not sure why people fight me on this. I believe if you spend 20 minutes a day, at least six days, preferably seven days a week, you will know more about your market than someone that spends four, six, eight hours on the weekend. I know a lot of you think that's the only time you have, but trust me you can find 20 minutes. Get a buy box and be disciplined. Look at it every day. I've been looking at mine for 20 years now. I need to tell you that you will be tested. Bad things happen when you are a buy and hold real estate investor. 
If you've heard our story about Norris Drive, it is awesome, but it doesn't start that way. It starts with our first tenant coming in and never paying rent again. That was not fun. Real estate investing is not about the numbers. It's not about sticks and bricks. It's about people. And I did not get this for five, maybe seven, eight years. The people business, the network that you have will carry you through the bad days. It will bring you deals. The deals that I did in 2020, when it was the craziest, nuttiest real estate market ever, were because of my network. We produced hundreds of thousands of dollars in profit with flips. We added hundreds of thousands of dollars with buy and hold real estate because of our network. They brought us deals. They know what we were looking for. Tell everyone what you are looking for. Recycling capital. This is something that I've thought about a little, but really was brought home by one of my weekly experts on my YouTube channel, uh, the Lumberjack Landlord. Has since been uh, validated with my own numbers and again with Todd Baldwin from CNBC Millennial Money. The ability to recycle capital, right? Get capital in and then years later, use it again via a cash out refi or 1031 exchange is awesome. That's all I got to tell you. It's awesome. And lastly, I want you to know that I believe in you. I believe if you focus and do the work, you get uncomfortable, you live below your means, that you too can have a better financial future. And if you stick at it long enough, you can have financial freedom. So our story in the beginning, uh, we, we, I, I say we, cause it's Olivia and I, my wife and, and daughter, Teresa, uh, I was oblivious to the rat race. Didn't know it existed. Didn't know a name. Uh, I thought it what I thought it's what everybody did, right? You get a raise, you get a nicer car. Uh, you get another raise, you get a second car. Uh, you you buy nicer food. You buy nicer clothes. You flex with a Rolex. You you buy stupid expensive belts and shoes and stuff I've never worn that's still in the box. That was me until I was thirty. Uh, we lost 100 or I lost $150,000 in the stock market uh, before our real estate journey started. See, I was, uh, I had a little money, about $7,000 saved up and started investing in the stock market. And I caught a rising tide. My $7,000, I think in about 18 months, it might've been 24 now. It's, it's kind of a painful memory, turned into almost 200 grand. And then that 200 grand turned into 40 grand. Uh, because I got greedy, stopped doing the work, all of that stuff. And just to be clear, that $150,000 was more money than anyone in my entire family had ever seen. It was, it was bad. I was um, not happy. Uh, the other thing to realize is, like a lot of you that listen, I live in a very expensive part of the world. I live in the Silicon Valley, Mountain View, right near uh, the Google campus. And uh, to say that stuff doesn't cash flow here is an understatement. I didn't know that at the time, so I wasted a year trying to find cash flow. It doesn't exist. But yes, it, uh, you, know, it, you can find markets close by. We ultimately find Fresno, California, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, that's two and a half hours away. We both worked. I want that to be very clear. Olivia worked. Uh, we had a daughter uh, we raised, and this is something we did together. It was definitely, uh, um, you know, I found deals and secured capital and she did, she did the books and, and all of that. We had no experience in real estate. You know, we, we, 
we, we owned the home that we lived in, but that was it. Nobody was a landlord. Nobody talked real estate. Uh, we were starting from scratch like a lot of you. And that's why I believe that real estate, becoming a good or great real estate investor is a skill. And because it's a skill, all of us can learn it. I never bet on, never calculate, never consider appreciation. I believe net worth is almost a fictitious number. It is something that I occasionally look at when I fill out loan forms. But yes, um, I care about cash flow and expenses and making sure my cash flow exceeds expenses. When we chose Fresno, California, we were sitting in our kitchen in Mountain View. We, we were drawing circles and found Fresno to be a large market that was two and a half hours away. And that is why we chose Fresno, California. So the start. If you really want to read our entire story, you can find it here in this awesome book on uh, Amazon or Audible. Yes, you can download it on Audible. Uh, one rental at a time, 10,000 plus copies now, I believe. It's being very well received. Get your copy. But I will ask for a favor. A lot of you have read it, and I need some help. Uh, I give a lot away. I give hours of my time away every day, and I'm hoping I can get a couple minutes of yours. I'm hoping you could go to Amazon right now as you watch this video and write a five-star review. Uh, I averaged a five-star rating on Amazon for over a year, but we just slipped under 4.8 recently, which now means we're not getting a uh, five-star review. So hopefully four or five of you can do this immediately and help me get back to a five-star. Things that you will see in this book is our 15-year journey. It starts from 2002. In just a minute, I will show you that first house. Uh, the ups and downs, the mistakes. The One Rental at a Time book here is not, is not, is not a how-to book. It is our story. It is a biographical review of our journey and what worked and what didn't. It is not a how-to. I ultimately created the how-to in my teachable or online course called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. I wrote the book first and only created the course after the book got me a wave of attention and people like, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? Uh, so that is what is in the course. Nor Strive, it was, uh, it was fun. Uh, I will pull it up in a minute. I believe it's on the next slide. Talk about the journey, but it was stressful. Norris Drive was important because we took, we took a shot. We wrote the offer, right? It made sense. And then it was stressful for years. Uh, first off, the first tenant that moves in never paid rent. Uh, they did a deposit in first month. They move in, then get divorced. The wife takes off. The husband becomes an alcoholic and destroys our property. He, uh, we live in California, invest in California. It took us two and a half months to get him out. So we're down almost four months of rent. And uh, now we have a 10 or $12,000 expense to fix. That sucked, but we kept going. Then we do a cash out refi on Norris Drive and we turn it into an alligator. In fact, it is the only picture in that book that you see on the right. It's an alligator eating money. Norris Drive was very painful, but... I just did a video on my YouTube channel called One Rental at a Time where I did the complete history of Norris Drive and how we took that 20 grand back in 2002, December of 2002. And now it is responsible for 21 units, half a million bucks in equity and a hundred grand in cash. Getting started, getting through the bad days, Recycling capital, 1031 exchange, cash out refi, very, very powerful. 
The first deal, Norris Drive, which again, you will see in a minute, I have the picture from Zillow, was 107 grand and it rented for 1100. First tenants, horrible story. Moved in, destroyed property, lost four months of rent. Horrible, horrible, horrible. First cash out refi, dumb, 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 dumb. I took too much money. Uh, my mortgage payment was more than rent. It was just stupid. I didn't think banks would let me do that, but they did. I was, I was, I was dumb. I didn't do my research. I didn't do the math, which as a math guy is such a problem. It was my first 1031 exchange. I loved getting out of that property. Getting rid of an alligator is awesome. It is now a five unit building that we still own to this day. And again, recycling capital. That first 20 grand for me back in December of 2002 is now half a million bucks in equity, 100 grand in cash and 20 some odd units. That's what happens over 18 or 19 years is recycling capital. And again, time in the market is better than timing the market, right? Make sure cash flows day one, make sure your debt structure is 30 year fixed and you are good to go. So some lessons, bad things happen. I, my first tenant, even though we did it all right, there's no box that says, are you going to get divorced? Wasn't there. Your partner needs to be on the same page. The only reason we kept going after that first property is because Olivia and I were on the same page. We validated that we did nothing wrong. We just had to suck it up and keep moving forward. This is a get rich slow business. We did not know that this was going to work and certainly work out as well as it did the first decade. It starts as a little drip and then a trickle and then eventually a rush of water. You need to focus, focus, focus. A lot of the new investors I speak with and watch me are all over the map. They're on three different markets and three different asset types. And they're flipping and buy and hold and wholesaling. And especially if you're like us, when you have a full-time job and you're raising a family, that's just too hard. You're not getting anywhere. You need to focus, focus, focus. And what I teach is creating a buy box. I believe daily discipline beats everything. It is like a golf swing. You need to practice every single day. It's not a, I'm going to go to the range on Saturday and get better. It doesn't matter. You look every Saturday and I look every day. I will beat you every time. You do need to get your money right in the beginning. In fact, it's a second course I created because not enough people understand the importance. You need to look at what you're spending today. You need to understand your discretionary income. You need to make hard choices. You need to live below your means so that you can build up this snowball of money and get the next one and get the next one, which means you can recycle capital faster and really get to the end game much, much sooner. You know, you might need to change your personal network. I, of the people that were in my network 20 years ago, really, there's only one left. They've all changed. And I've, it doesn't, it's not really a conscious decision. It's just as we grow, I kind of pushed away people that were draining and negative and just didn't work with us. We had limited time, right? I happened to travel a million miles on airplanes. I happened to get, you know, platinum status at hotels. I was never around. So we paid property managers. Plus the market was two and a half hours away. I focused on securing capital and finding deals. Olivia did the books. Uh, it's just what we had to do. All right, so now the bubble. So here's the deal. Here's Norris Drive. That's us, 1818 Norris Drive East. Our purchase is at the bottom on December 11th, 2002. We bought it for 107 grand. 
First thing I want to point out is we sold it or 1031 exchanged it in 2005 for 264. What's not on this report is the house kept appreciating for about another six months, ultimately peaking at $300,000 even. So in fairness, I sold early, but again, it allowed me to exchange into a building. The next thing to talk about is the crash took time. And you know, ultimately this retrades at 75 grand. And now 2021, it's looking at the top, it's rated 285 grand. It took 16 years to get back to two, above 264 is what we sold. So this is what I mean. When I buy, I plan to hold forever. But if you want to overpay, I will let you. So for me, again, markets can become bubbles. I use what's the affordability index. It was first introduced to me by Bruce Norris. Uh, for me, that is produced by California Association of Realtors, car.org. I suggest you go look for yours in your market. Uh, go look at 2000, 2005, 2010, 2015, and 2020 minimum, if not every year, and see what it tells you. Because for me, the affordability in index said, Michael, in 2005, you need to sell. Housing is unaffordable in Fresno, California. Get out. And that's what we did. We sold all, well, I should say, we exchanged every house. That's what saved us. We did, we did awesome in the crash because we got out of housing when it was unaffordable. And just so you know, today in Fresno, affordability is about a 42. That is because incomes are up and rates are down. Our plan is to buy and hold forever, except when somebody wants to overpay. We sold houses at the peak. We sold some apartments in 2019 because people wanted to overpay. We 1031 out of houses into apartments. And again, remember, if you would have held in 2005, it would have been 15 years until we got back to 264. That would not have been fun. And remember, at that time, it was an alligator for me. I would have hate to carry that property and for 15 years, and frankly, could have lost it if we didn't get out. Lessons from the bubble popping. Real estate assets do not move together. What we learned in our time is houses were going up. Everybody wanted a house. Everybody was flipping houses. Everybody wanted to flip condos, but multifamily was undervalued. It is really crazy to think about today, but apartments were undervalued. We sold Norris Drive for 260 whatever, and we bought a five unit that tripled the income for about for less the price. It was that it was that easy to do apartment deals back then. Something else we learned is banks. Banks get nervous. Banks get scared. Banks can pull fully approved loans, folks. It happens. In fact, Anna Kelly from our weekly expert series on my YouTube channel talked about a million dollar a beachfront home she's buying that their loan was pulled on the day of funding. Think about that as a, how do you do? But yes, banks can pull loans, bank can get nervous and banks can say no. When fear enters the market, when the press and the media start preaching fear, it scares everyone. And unless you do the daily work like I talk about, you're gonna miss it. Fear, taking action because you know the market in the face of fear is an awesome feeling. We bought 
dozens of homes for under 50K that are worth nearly 300 today each. Taking action in the face of fear. Hard money is helpful. We had banks say no to us. 800 credit score, seven-figure net worth, six-figure incomes, never missed a payment. And banks said no. So we went hard money. Hard money was helpful, but private money is powerful. Tell everybody what you do. Document everything you do and show them that you can find good deals. We used hard money on nine or 10 transactions, but we used million, millions of dollars in private money. Real estate, again, is a people business and your reputation matters. Uh, I happened to close on a very difficult REO uh, that was broken into on the day of funding. Uh, and because I closed, even though I could have squawked and whined, um, I was able to pick up dozens of properties after that because I showed the REO agent that I was a man of my word and I didn't let a little $1,000 expense blow up the deal. Post-crash. Real estate moves a lot slower than people think. There are a lot of real estate gurus out there. I'm on YouTube a lot, just like you. And there are a lot of real estate gurus talking about crashes overnight. This is not crypto. This is not stocks. Real estate moves slowly. In fact, I did a 50-year spreadsheet and the largest collapse in a single year, nationally speaking. Now, you can have markets, sub-markets, like I talked to an agent in Phoenix in Scottsdale saw a big crash in a single year. But nationally speaking, uh, the largest drop was 8.9% in a single year. It will take years, right? The, the last and greatest crash we've ever had in real estate was four and a half years in the making. It doesn't happen in weeks and it doesn't happen in months. Um, anybody who makes that call, nationally speaking, is ill-informed. Again, the downside for the national numbers uh, took four plus years. And in Fresno, it took four plus years. I sold my property at 264. It goes all the way up to 300. And then every month thereafter, down, 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 ultimately ending uh, at 75K. The run-up can take a long time. It's been 12 plus years and we are still going. Rates are down, incomes are up, but appreciation is still going. And yes, after 12 years, Norris Drive's now worth 285. But damn, I would not have wanted to held an alligator for 12 plus years. Something else you need to realize is values go up first. Homeowners push values first, but rents will follow. Something else you need to realize as people lose houses, if we ever have a crash again, rents go up. People need housing. Living in a car is not ideal. Living with family is not ideal especially in the crisis we've just left, space is good, homes are good. So that's what's happening. The crash of last cycle was done by a bad loan products, bad lending, liar loans, pick a payment, adjustable rate mortgages. It was that collection of stupidity that got amplified with CDOs and, and you know, um, you know, collateralized debt obligations and counterparty risk and just betting on betting on betting. That's not what we've had since. And that would be hard to repeat. Not impossible, but just hard to repeat. We have looked at other markets. We invest in California. Lots of people say investing in California is stupid. Uh, we haven't never invested anywhere else. 
but yes, uh, we have looked elsewhere. We did look at Texas. We did look at Nevada. Uh, we looked in Colorado, I think, uh, but we've never left. I just never wanted to rebuild a team. Building a team is very hard. Uh, Olivia left eight years ago now, almost nine, and I left work uh, four years ago. I do believe this is a saying that I got from Dion, one of my weekly experts from Dion Talk Financial News. He's a big guy on bigger pockets. It is always a great day to buy a great deal. But here's the trick. That's not a coy phrase. That is an awesome phrase. The only person that can identify a great deal is someone who's done the work every day and can tell me what is average. For Dion, he says his market is 8%. So he wants to do deals at 10 or more. And if you don't know what I'm talking about is yield or return on capital or cash on cash, it is the thing that I teach and talk about and compare deals every day. Lessons post-retirement. Uh, we're never going to stop, right? Real estate investing is not professional sports. It doesn't have an age limit. We have added units every year, uh, every year, even added adding a unit this week, or actually two units this week. I'm buying a duplex. Helping others see what is possible is amazing. Um, I have this contest right now where if you watch this video and it gets you excited and you buy a rental, let me know your address and I will mail you a card. It's this 500 sign over my left shoulder. I'm trying to, I'm trying to measure the positive impact of everything I do, whether it's my book, this YouTube channel, or uh, my course. I want to see what's happening and I want to celebrate you because I believe in you. I do believe getting the four rental properties first is your goal. It's not about having 10 or 50 or 100 or 1,000 or 10,000. Those are cute goals, but ill-practical. Start with getting one, then four, then 10. If you get to four, I believe you have the power to let recycling capital work for you. Cash out refis, 1031 exchanges. And if you just have four and you only ever have four, you have enough assets that will help you beat inflation. The values will go up, rents will go up, and it will go up faster than what you spend on food and gas. You just have a bigger base that lets you win because of inflation. Again, focus on 20 minutes a day. I can't stress this enough. Focus and daily discipline is my superpower. Uh, it, I will beat you every time. Lots of people battle me on this. I can give you four, eight, 10 hours on the weekends. Sorry, uh, 20 minutes a day, every day. Look at your buy box. It should be quick. It's what I teach. It's what I talk about. It's what's in my course. I do think that getting your money right is a course I have, 99 bucks, that is underappreciated. It was so helpful. It talks needs versus wants, understanding your uh, discretionary spending, turning time instead of price into time. It's just very powerful. It allows you to get the entire family on one page, brings you budgeting, things of that nature. In the end, you can follow me on YouTube right now. We're at 22,600 subs. Thank you very much. Please subscribe. Please like. Please comment. Just so you know, I produce an amazing amount of content every single day. Uh, we have a daily financial news show at 7.30 a.m. It's more than two years running every day, seven days a week. I interview at least eight multimillionaires every week, and we cover three topics each. I do cover hot topics that may come up, eviction moratorium, 1031, lending, things of that nature. I do, I'm still buying, so I share details, property walkthroughs, all of that. I do do a Saturday live stream. It's the one day I do not talk to any experts. I give an hour of my time to you at 8 a.m. This is most weekends, probably 
45 or 46 weekends out of the year, there are some weekends where I just do family stuff. So in the end, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, I tried to get this done in a half hour. Hopefully uh, you got something out of it. If you want to know anything about me, again, you can buy the book One Rental at a Time on Amazon or Audible. But if you're ready to get started, the best thing you can do is buy my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. I give you everything I did to get started, everything I did to earn financial freedom. Now I have bonus content from amazing millionaires to give back to you, house hacking, self-management, raising private money, Airbnb, the list goes on and on. And you get access to a free private Facebook group, which is worth the, the $299, the $300 by itself. So at the end, uh, I appreciate you watching my run through of this. I actually have no idea how long this is. I'm hoping it's about a half hour. Have a wonderful day. Bye.